Just as in life, the NFL is largely fueled by choices made by individuals and organizations. The NFL draft is the foundation of such choices. As it's in the NFL draft, it where the destinies of NFL teams are determined for good or for bad. Yet, it's in the season that follows an NFL draft, and where the question of what if comes into play. So, let's venture into the parallel gridiron, and we'll venture into an alternate version of one of the most iconic drafts in NFL history, the 1983 NFL Draft. And we're in this alternate version of the 1983 NFL draft located in the parallel gridiron the choices made a quarterback go into a different direction that forever changes the nfl but first though let us begin Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, Brandon. Welcome to this week's edition of the Parallel Gridiron, in where we break off the sacred timeline of the NFL and venture off into the NFL alternate universe, into the realms of infinite possibilities, in where we discover alternate NFL realities that never were by exploring the realms of time and space, in where I discuss what might have been if events in the NFL had occurred differently than they actually did by asking the age-old, powerful question of, what if? And this week's edition of Parallel Gridiron is an episode called A Tale of Three Quarterbacks, in where I'm discussing the 1983 NFL draft and where the quarterbacks of Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, and John Elway were drafted by different teams and they actually were drafted with. And afterwards, we'll stop by in the bar of Loki for a drink pairing for this week's episode with Sylvie the Bartender. Now, the 1983 NFL Draft was a very significant draft in NFL history. In this draft, we saw the NFL quarterbacks of John Elway, Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly, who went on to gain prominence in the NFL, and all three of them were also inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame after they retired. Dan Marino was drafted by the Dolphins, Jim Kelly by the Buffalo Bills, and John Elway was drafted by the Denver Broncos after a dispute with not wanting to play for the Baltimore Colts. It was a draft full of intrigue, drama, which to this day is often studied and talked about. So in this alternate NFL reality, I'm covering what might have occurred if those three quarterbacks were drafted elsewhere instead of the teams they were actually drafted with. So here we go in this alternate timeline by breaking off the sacred NFL timeline. Our destination, a tale of three quarterbacks, and where we venture off into an alternate version of the 1983 NFL draft. So follow me into parallel gridiron of infinite possibilities. Our timeline begins in 19. 19- it's a 1983 NFL draft, which is seen as a major draft of quarterbacks, as this year's draft has a lot of buzz by John Elway, Dan Marino, and even Jim Kelly. But there's also the drama that does occur with John Elway, and where John Elway says he won't play for the Baltimore Colts, also threatening to play baseball instead of playing for the Colts if they do not trade him after drafting him in the first round with the first overall selection. So far, neither side is backing down, with each seeing the others bluffing in the end, but deals are being done behind the scenes in order to bring a resolution to the situation that currently is ongoing in the draft. And in this alternate NFL reality, things do take a major turn as a major trade occurs in the world. This does prevent John Elway from playing for the Baltimore Colts, but in this timeline, it's not the Denver Broncos. Instead, it's a trade that does occur that is one that almost occurred in 1983 NFL draft, which if it did occur, it definitely would have altered the destiny not only in the NFL, but probably even the city of Los Angeles. In the timeline we're now on right now, there was a proposal on the table to get John Elway to go somewhere else other than the Baltimore Colts and even the Broncos, but there's always been speculation in regards to how that trade did not play out, which said it was prevented due to intervention for NFL front office. But in this alternate NFL reality, this trade does indeed occur, which ends up triggering this alternate timeline's first Nexus event. And this Nexus event is caused by Al Davis. Now, there are very few people in the NFL who had the power to cause a major Nexus event, which really does alter the NFL's destiny. And one of those people was indeed Al Davis, who is well known for his conflicts with the NFL front office, but also how he changed the NFL forever at the same time. So in this alternate NFL timeline, the Nexus event I'm about to talk about is caused by Al Davis. And in this alternate NFL reality, 
John Elway, after being drafted by the Colts, is traded to the Los Angeles Raiders instead of the Denver Broncos. This comes after a trade deal is made that Al Davis makes a trade with the Chicago Bears by trading some players to the Bears to secure the first round draft pick and later trades that pick from the Bears to the Baltimore Colts in order to secure John Elway as the next quarterback for the Los Angeles Raiders, which ends up triggering this draft's first Nexus event. So in this alternate NFL timeline, the NFL front office is not able to intervene on this trade as the Bears are able to make this trade with Al Davis. This pays way for Al Davis to get a pick from the Bears and he used that pick to trade to the Colts in order to secure John Elway. And this Nexus event paves the way for a dramatic series of events that will not only affect John Elway, but also Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, the AFC Conference, and the NFL for a period of 16 years, forever altering not only their destiny, but the destiny of the NFL. Now it makes you wonder what might have been if this trade actually had occurred in real life in the current timeline we're on. As in this alternate NFL timeline, John Elway is now Los Angeles Raider after the 1983 NFL draft. This now leads us to Dan Marino and Jim Kelly. Now where do they go in this alternate timeline? Well, it's not the teams they're drafted with originally. In the timeline we're now on, Dan Marino was selected by the Miami Dolphins at the end of the draft, while Jim Kelly was drafted by the Buffalo Bills, even though he went to the USFL first before joining the NFL later. So next up in this alternate NFL draft in 1983, we have Dan Marino. And in this alternate timeline, there's been a lot of speculation about Dan Marino, just like in the original draft, about possible drug usage during his college days at Pittsburgh. And it's definitely led to some speculation in the 1983 NFL draft, which many say might have affected his draft stock and the team he was drafted with originally. As a lot of teams were skeptical of Dan Marino, despite the fact that he was an elite college-level quarterback and who also displayed a lot of pro football potential at the same time. And in this alternate NFL timeline, Dan Marino was selected by the Pittsburgh Steelers with the 21st overall pick in the first round of the 1983 NFL draft, making Dan Marino an official member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the team he actually wanted to be drafted by, and this also triggers another Nexus event. This now leaves Jim Kelly, who is still on the draft board, and in this alternate version of the 1983 NFL draft, Jim Kelly is about to join John Elway and Dan Marino on a very unique journey, as Jim Kelly is drafted by the Miami Dolphins at the end of the 1983 NFL draft, and where Jim Kelly becomes the next quarterback in the Miami Dolphins. And just like Dan Marino, Jim Kelly is drafted by the team he wanted to play for, as he played college football at the University of Miami, and in this alternate NFL timeline, Jim Kelly is staying in Miami, which triggers this timeline's third Nexus event, as the sacred NFL timeline continues to branch off, all based on the Nexus event caused by Al Davis. And with this alternate 1983 NFL draft now concluded, this alternate NFL timeline will go on to change the course of history and also the future of the NFL forever by planting the seeds for a long period of dominance in the AFC Conference over the NFC Conference, and with the alternate selections of Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, and John Elway, as all three of these quarterbacks trigger a Nexus event unlike any other that forever altered the course of the NFL, all because of the alternate choices made in this alternate 1983 NFL draft. This now takes us into the 1983 NFL season, and Jim Kelly doesn't end up joining the USFL, which he did in our real timeline, but it's in this alternate NFL timeline in where Jim Kelly joins the Miami Dolphins for his rookie year in the NFL for the 1983 NFL season, in where Jim Kelly leads the Dolphins to the playoffs in a very deep playoff run, only to lose the AFC Championship to the Los Angeles Raiders in a very close game, and where he faced off against fellow NFL rookie John Elway, who is now the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Raiders in his alternate NFL timeline, in which John Elway leads the Raiders to the Super Bowl in 1984, in where they defeat the Washington Redskins, in where John Elway wins the Super Bowl MVP, and also becomes the first NFL quarterback to win the Super Bowl as a rookie. And this Super Bowl victory will be the first of many Super Bowl victories to come, not only by John Elway, but one of many Super Bowls that are won collectively by these three quarterbacks of John Elway, Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly. This now brings us to the 1984 NFL season, where once again, John Elway guides the Raiders to another straight Super Bowl victory, this time over the Chicago Bears. And it also doesn't stop there, as John Elway once again leads the Raiders, this time to a third straight Super Bowl victory in a rematch against the Chicago Bears in the 1985 NFL season. 
season, making the Raiders first team in NFL history and also in its alternate NFL timeline to win three straight Super Bowl victories under the guidance of John Elway as a quarterback and Tom Flores as head coach. So in this alternate NFL timeline, the 1985 Chicago Bears do not win the Super Bowl, as instead it is the Raiders, which is done under the leadership of John Elway and Tom Flores as a head coach. And it's along the way in its alternate timeline in where Joe Montana is traded to the Baltimore Colts after Bill Walsh and the 49ers looking to make a change of direction in the quarterback position. So as a result of the consequences in this alternate timeline, after several setbacks, the 49ers do decide to make a change in the quarterback position, and the Colts do get a quarterback with Joe Montana, as opposed to John Elway, but it's not enough to keep up with the Raiders, the Dolphins, and also the Steelers. And the dominance of the AFC is just starting to begin in this timeline, in where Jim Kelly in the following season leads the Miami Dolphins to a Super Bowl victory in the 1986 NFL season. And it doesn't stop there where Jim Kelly does it again in the 1987 NFL season, where he leads the Dolphins to a second consecutive Super Bowl victory. And as in these downward performances by both John Elway and leader Jim Kelly, there are many start to wonder if the AFC has started to become a dominant conference in the NFL. As the NFC is starting to show signs of struggling after seeing five straight Super Bowl losses at the hands of the AFC Conference from two separate quarterbacks drafted in the same draft back in 1983. But now it's time for Dan Marino to shine, who is now the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers after replacing Terry Bradshaw as starting quarterback. In a similar situation to Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, but without as much drama. As in this alternate NFL timeline, Dan Marino succeeds Terry Bradshaw as starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers under the guidance of head coach Chuck Knoll, who is by far the greatest coach in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and also one of the best coaches of all time in the NFL. And in this alternate timeline, we see dominance by the Pittsburgh Steelers with Dan Marino as their starting quarterback. In where Dan Marino guides the Pittsburgh Steelers to a Super Bowl victory in 1989 over the Los Angeles Rams, the final Super Bowl of the 1980s, bringing us now into the 90s. In where Jim Kelly leads the Dolphins to a third Super Bowl victory in the 1990 NFL season, which gives Jim Kelly a third Super Bowl with the Miami Dolphins. But as then we see Dan Marino unleashed as Chuck Knoll remains the head coach at Pittsburgh Steelers going into the 90s. And Dan Marino continues to excel as a quarterback with the Pittsburgh Steelers and makes a Super Bowl run unlike any other. And where Dan Marino leads the Pittsburgh Steelers to Super Bowl victories in 1991, 1992, 1993, and 1994. And where Dan Marino continues to pave the way of dominance, not only for the Steelers, but for dominance in the AFC Conference in a series of Super Bowl victories. As in the following year, in the 1995 NFL season where Jim Kelly takes the Dolphins to a fourth Super Bowl victory, and he does this again in the 1996 NFL season where Jim Kelly takes the Dolphins to a second consecutive Super Bowl victory in the 90s. And this becomes a final Super Bowl victory for Jim Kelly as he retires not long after the 1996 NFL season, becoming the first quarterback of this trio and also closing out a career with five Super Bowl victories. Dan Marino then leads the Steelers to another Super Bowl victory in 1997, and just like Jim Kelly before him, he retires after that Super Bowl victory, and Chuck Knoll also retires, as well as head coach at Pittsburgh Steelers. So in this alternate timeline, Chuck Knoll coaches the Steelers all the way to 1997, and Bill Cowher never becomes head coach at Pittsburgh Steelers in this alternate NFL timeline. And we're not going into the late 90s, where John Elway, who was the last quarterback of this trio still playing in the league, leads the Los Angeles Raiders, where the Raiders in this alternate timeline still remain in Los Angeles. And where many now see the Los Angeles Raiders as the soul of Los Angeles. All part of foundation built by Al Davis and John Elway. And to close out his career, John Elway guides the Raiders to back-to-back Super Bowl victories in 1998 and 1999, solidifying his legacy not only for himself, but also for the trio quarterbacks of John Elway, Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly. And it's after John Elway's retirement, or may start to speculate if the dominance of the AFC is going to start to decline, which will probably pave the way for breakthrough for the 
the NFC Conference. And then many begin to look back at the class of 1983 and that 1983 NFL draft and when he called the class at Lombardi Blessed. All due to the efforts of Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, and John Elway, who in this alternate NFL timeline win a total of 16 Super Bowls between the three of them. And that is where this timeline ends. Now here are my closing thoughts. But first though, let's go to the drink pairing for this week's episode of the Parallel Gridiron in the bar of Loki with Sylvie the bartender. This week we're going with a mixed drink with a cocktail known as the Bohemian from the Shady Lady Saloon in Sacramento, California. Made with Irish whiskey from Ronco in Ireland as the main ingredient. This cocktail is a prime summertime cocktail. The main ingredients are Ronco Irish whiskey, orange juice, ginger, and gelanio with mint as a garnish. This cocktail has a pleasant flavor that's nice and and balanced with the mint providing an effect that does not forget. This Irish whiskey comes from a brand new distillery called the Rowan Co. that is named in honor of George Rowan Co. who helped build the golden era of Irish whiskey in the 19th century. On their website you'll find additional cocktail recipes and more information on their excellent blended Irish whiskey that contains tasting notes of soft spice and mellow spun sugar along with warm hints of spiced pears and woody vanilla. So do consider making this excellent cocktail while also trying this excellent Irish whiskey from Rowan Co. This week's drink pairing and the bar of Loki from Sylvie the Bartender and the Parallel Gridiron. Now back to my closing thoughts. So what are the consequences of this timeline? Well, in this timeline, we don't see Dynasty from the 49ers in the 80s, and we don't see Cowboys Dynasty for the 90s. The 1985 Chicago Bears never happens, and Joe Montana, as you know, gets traded to the Colts, ending his tenure with the 49ers as their main quarterback. The Raiders, just like in the past episode's timeline, never leave Los Angeles, and the AFC becomes a dominant conference in the fell for a period of 16 years. Now, amongst the speculation in this alternate NFL timeline about the 1983 NFL draft, we will never know what might have happened if this draft turned out the way that it did in this timeline. But it's also fun to wonder what might have been if the 1983 NFL draft occurred in our timeline, just like how it occurred in this alternate NFL timeline in the Parallel Gridiron. Because in the end, there actually was talk about John Elway being traded to the Raiders, which was stopped by an intervention from NFL front office. There was also talk about the Steelers drafting Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly actually wanted to play for the Miami Dolphins. So it makes you wonder what might have been if this draft in this altered timeline occurred the way that did and what that would have meant for the NFL and the AFC, but also for the quarterbacks of John Elway, Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly. This being a timeline focused on NFL quarterbacks does highlight the power of the position and what a quarterback means for an NFL franchise and how it could very well shape the destiny of a franchise and also for a city. In this timeline, we explored an alternate reality and where different decisions that were made in the 1983 NFL draft led to a 16-year period of dominance for the AFC. It was in this timeline we saw Dan Marino, John Elway, and Jim Kelly going on to win 16 Super Bowls collectively. But if that actually did occur, what would happen after the 16-year period of dominance for the AFC? Just how would the NFC come back amongst the ashes? In the NFL, it's not uncommon to ponder what might have been when a player that has passed over by several teams goes on to have a successful NFL career by the team is willing to take a gamble on them. It's just like how Loki found other realities of himself with the variants he met in the Loki TV series on Disney Plus. As in contrast, in this alternate reality and this timeline in the Parallel Gridiron for this week's episode, we saw another reality that showed what might have been if John Elway, Dan Marino, and Jim Kelly were drafted elsewhere during the 1983 NFL Draft. It's a unique path of bold decision-making, trades, and dynasty building that can only be found in the realm known as the Parallel Gridiron. Now, as for next week's episode, we're going to New York into a timeline that could have happened if the Jets had their way in the 1993 
1991 NFL Draft. He was a quarterback from the Deep South who went on to have a Hall of Fame career with a team in the far north. He went to two Super Bowls, winning one of them, and he was also the MVP, while also being an 11-time Pro Bowler along with other accolades. His name is Brett Favre. But what if Brett Favre's NFL career didn't take him to Green Bay? What if the New York Jets made the trade they wanted and he drafted Brett Favre? What if Brett Favre was drafted by the New York Jets? So join me for next week's episode in the Pearl Gridiron, and we'll visit a timeline called Brett Favre Goes to New York to play for the Jets. And that shall do for me on this week's edition of Bruce Stilled in the Parallel Gridiron. Please tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast five stars in your desired podcast directory. Also, do follow this podcast on Instagram at Bruce Stilled Podcast on Instagram. It's where you find photos of all the drinks and beers profiled on this podcast. Please do go out to enjoy some good beer, bourbon, and whiskey. I'm your host, Brandon. I will see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.